Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. We thank you, Father, this morning in the name of Jesus. We're in your presence. Let the word go forth. Let it sound like a trumpet. And the sound of the brass as it was in the vision. Let the angels rejoice listening to that song, To God Be the Glory. I was again taken into a vision and music that reached heaven and was also sung by angels. Their voices were like brass, like trumpets. It is the most beautiful thing to hear. Today we give you glory and similarity to the best of our ability. This word contains the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ within our minds causes our minds to be renewed. When our minds are renewed, every solution is found and known. Even the capacity of our thinking is multiplied exceedingly. Few know those who understand this will understand how memory can be multiplied many times over. Thank you, Lord, for your people to be able to understand this and to learn to make it part of their system of thought. For he who walks in the Word is also guided by the Word, corrected by the Word, navigated and arrives at perfection of destiny, of life vision. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may all take your seats. Glad to be back with you in the house of the Lord. This is the time that there's just, just, just something. You know, I had two messages, and I had quite a thing just to make up my mind. What would I preach first, and what would I preach second? But I thought, I'd lay a foundation for the Daniel fast, because there came to me a revelation and actually, it came when I thoroughly committed to the Lord way back. And, uh, and uh, just between University of South Africa and Johannesburg University. And as I crossed, as in that time, I had a huge meeting with God. And uh, so much so that he shook every other book out of my life except this one. And uh, from there, I had to pray about what could I read and what couldn't I read, what may and may not. And then I also prayed every single day. And I realized that now the Lord is wanting to do things, and I better listen and not only be a forgetful hearer, but also a doer of this word. For this one is blessed in all that he does. So says the Scriptures very clearly. Now, Daniel chapter number 11, verse number 1 is going to be one, and then I'm going to also do with you Daniel 1. Daniel 1. And so before, before I do Daniel chapter, or the latter half of Daniel, before I get to that, just do Daniel 1 quickly. Because we're talking about a Daniel fast. You know, when we started the Daniel fast with people resisting that and saying, I'm talking about other churches and where is the doctrine and the philosophy and the theology? And I thought, and I'll answer you. I don't have to. 
go read your Bible. You say you have your church, you have the Bible, well then go read it. And so God gave us Daniel and we started 33. This is number 33 here. Makes it key in the year of 2000 and 22, two times 11. So Daniel said to the steward, Daniel chapter 1, verse number 11, whom the chief of the eunuchs had said over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Astariah, please test your servants for 10 days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Vegetables to eat and water to drink. That's it. And let our appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal. With your servants. It was of God he consented with them in this matter. And he tested them ten days. Because Daniel had decided not to define himself. In verse number eight, he, he absolutely purposed. That means he set his mind and he fixed it. If it meant the lion's den right there and then, that's fine. If it meant sitting in jail, that's also fine. Whipped by Roman, Roman cat of 39 uh, whip, whip uh, it breaks up in strings does not matter I've set my mind and I'm going to see if I can get this and so Daniel said to the steward please test us well in Daniel 1.15 at the end of their 10 days finished their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away their portion of the delicacies of the king and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. As for these four young men, the result was exactly what I spoke of just a little bit earlier. God gave them knowledge, gave them skill, in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding of the visions and dreams. And the end of the days when the king said they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them before Nebuchadnezzar. And so the king interviewed them. And among them none was found. Like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Atzariah. Therefore they served before the king. And in all the matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them. He found them. Ten times better than the rest of that bunch put together who were in that realm. Today, it is said by some of the resources that the wise men that came in from the east, some of the ancient books say that they were actually from Babylon, from the school that Babylon had with a certain principal teacher called Daniel. 
We do not know. We can't verify it because it's not directly in the Bible. And like I would say, God lets you know what you need to know. Excuse me. God lets you know what you need to know, and then he leaves the rest out. The rest we'll find out when we arrive in heaven. So it was vegetables and water, and they were in a different state of affairs, and they had revelation. They could interpret dreams. They had understanding of the times. They had everything else. It gripped me when I read the book, because first I read the King James Bible. I read it again and again, and then came the new King James a few years after that, then I read that again and again, so both those are locked in memory, and so it's easy for me through this year I had a, had a problem, because um, in the sense that I've gone through it so many times, you know where is what, what is where, let's do something else, so for me, I decided to go with this Amplified, the new Amplified Bible that's just called Amplified now, the old one's called Classic. Daniel 10. Now, maybe I read you the King James Bible. You can use New King James, we mostly use that, or ESV, which is a very good translation. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel. A thing. A thing. Is why I chose to read, to read this. A thing was revealed to Daniel. King James says a message. And um, ESV says a word. But I chose, because it's closer to what I see in the Hebrew Aramaic, because this book contains both languages very prominently. Half being the one language, half the other language, just the same brother and sister, or identical twins almost. A thing was revealed to Daniel whose name is called Belshazzar, and the thing was true. By the time appointed, the time appointed, but that was long, and he understood the thing, and he had understanding, now the thing becomes a vision. The vision was true, but the time that it would manifest itself was long. And um, in response to that thing, which is a vision in the Hebrew and the Aramaic. In those days, I, Daniel, I was mourning for three weeks. In fact, he says three full weeks. You know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not into world stuff, even mentioning, but there's, there's, a, there's a movie somewhere along the line, cross, cross lines, called True Grit. Many just don't have true grit. Many just don't have the ability to, of resilience and fortitude to be able to bounce back and just keep on going, regardless. Daniel had this marvelous characteristic to just keep going. Just keep going. Fortitude, resilience means to bounce back, bounce back. 
fortitude. Is it just that inward? Let's just saw, let's just call it like in modern day languages. It's somebody that's got a spine, and he's not a jellyfish. And um, he just continued three full weeks. In the first week before the Daniel fast, the first fast was a 40-day water fast, and by the third day, I saw very few in the church that was even still on that fast. And I recognized that, yes, they've got to go work. And they, they go, and some of them are very busy during the day with no energy. So I, I dropped it, and that's when I prayed about it, and God led me clearly to the book of Daniel. And it was like immediately I knew what to do. Now it's everywhere, even in the United States. It doesn't matter. It's good. But he says here, now I want you to notice because, like I like to say these days, which I also learned from a man called Dr. Kenneth Yagan, put the word first. Tonight you'll hear the word of Africa. And you'll find exactly out why you have a future that is unlike the rest of the planet right now. Watch tonight what happens. I'll explain it. And it's going to be a thing which I passed over and I, I, I never quite felt the appointed time for that had come. But having gone through the world situation like now, understanding of the times led me to understand that it's time for it. So watch. And if you don't enjoy then, if they don't go dancing out the gates, I just don't really don't know. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth. Well, you know what? It's very easy to say there. Um, I, in those days, that's in uh, chapter number 10 and verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was born in three weeks. And Akalti, Habdot, Lechet, Batsar, Yachin, Ba, Pei. There's just a little bit of Hebrew there to get everybody confused. But I want you to notice it. That's why I'm doing it. Because I want you to notice there's your key. Because most people don't realize that's just exactly where the key is. So there, where is the key there? Oh, I'm so glad everybody's asking me questions this morning. The hands are just flowing up like that, you know. So the word that we have to notice is the word pay, which is eight. It means that which comes in and out of the mouth. No pleasant food. If I said in Hebrew, I would say, Shemda lechem. Shemda lechem. Shemda in Hebrew simply means that which really is delightful to chew about, to chew on. It's really nice. See. Now, you know, as a bunch of young schoolboys, my mother was famous for her nice breads. You know, Dr. Dennis, she made these in big bread pans. They needed them, whatever. They did something with the dough. I should talk to your wife about these things, not to you. Doctor, and she's the one that, you know, 
the mother. So they, they did these things. They, they, they prepared the dough and they put it in the oven and we would be walking around as six boys. And the, we would get the aroma and come from the kitchen. And it's terrible. And like, you know, if I sometimes say to the dogs, terrible, particularly the female. She responds and cries. If I say terrible. And that was terrible. But I think also, Mom, now come on, when we're hungry, we've just been playing rugby, we were just, no, in a half an hour's time. So, okay, fine. We go outside and sit and fast on a rock or something. You know? Terrible. Almost tears running. Now we've already fixed ourselves with something else. In those days, they made everything by hand. And there was one particular bottle that was just a super bottle. I mean, the thing was just, what's in the bottle was much better than what was the bottle itself. And uh, it was apricot jam. Right? Should I have some fruit and you have got and every time you do wait, 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 wait then we get the green light and everybody storm the kitchen, we finish a loaf of what? Lechem bread I ate there no pleasant lechem You want to take it further, it also means the grain from which you make bread. Oh, well, brother Jacques, shall we have rye bread? Or shall we go to the German bakery? Maybe we get ourselves donut there, and it's you know, just the closest thing to that, you know. At least they don't have, well, you know, you can buy those little tarts, they got, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, the same jam, apricot there, lechem, zero. Now I know, I understand, I really understand. I, I, I mean, it's just like something that you, you know, really understand with people. Like you understand the sound of this trumpet and you understand how this thing works. What a beautiful trumpet this is, isn't it? Isn't it? Don't tell him I've done it. Like a bugle blowing, a trumpet blowing. Well, I know those things. I was a drum major in the South African forces. So I had the privilege of never going, lifting up a gun, but I was able to have them. I was marching with the bands of the military. South African military band, foot tracker worked in those days. I still had an old dispensation. Other people were standing guard and said, you're a drum major, you don't stand guard. Thank you, I got a stick. And I would say to the guys, I would know 
when that thing is out of tune. So tonight, the guy that can play the thing will play the trumpet and will blast that thing that Africa may know it. But I ate no lechem. Here's the whole thing. This is where the boat is running. I'm going to do it there. I give myself space. This is the boat. Like I sow and I name what I'm sowing for. I step into this boat. It's called Daniel Fast and I name what I'm fasting for. Now I bring those prayers and I bring them there and I make it to give it the same name. Now we start rowing and we're going forward. Or let the wind of the Holy Spirit drift us with a sail. So you see, what actually happens is, and you know, I'm going to knock this thing in the head because it spoils what people are wanting. We are in an exceedingly dangerous time on the planet. But be of good cheer. Tonight you'll hear. We are the planet, if I take it globally, just say planet, an exceedingly dangerous time. In the midst of a dangerous time, oh, Daniel, fast again. Let's go now. Where are the shops? Shall it be pick and pay? Shall it be woolly? Shall it be checkers? Shall it be spa? You know, what's, what's nice we could eat now? Now, maybe we can get some fake, fake meat. Maybe Japanese have got some fake fish too. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I've got the maximum cure for that thing. Pastor George, I don't see him right now, he's got it. Where is he? George Brandwach, where are you? I don't know where he is, but don't worry about it now. He's going to be the one worrying about it. <laughs> but um, we see it every single year. And people go around and they buy all the delicacies. And they're now going on a Daniel fast. They enjoy the fast. And they pick up weight, actually, with it. And this is the boat I want to sail for the year, man. I can go, go. I can sail here. Isn't that nice? Dr. Dennis, would you like to have also room in my boat? Here we go. You know, if he's very creative, Maud's very creative. Here we go, you know, cruising down the river. It's very beautiful. Come the 10th day, I'm tired of this lot. I'm out. Come the third day, ah, oh, no, that's not good enough. I would like to have, um, you know, nice piece of fish. I'd like to have a, a Jacques steak. Right? And I've had long fasts. And you know what? Disastrous ha things happen when you have a long fast. Once I had a long fast, I'm sitting there and I'm minding my own business, a doorbell rings and there's a lady, I open the door and she says, I got a packet of bulldog for you. Dr. Neighbor sits there with three of his doctoral students 
and I'm sitting there with him and Maud comes in and she's gone and she's got some wasabi beans. Now, how many of you know what that is? Maybe it's better you don't know what it is. And um, I mean, that stuff is like, it's like biting into fire. Not as good as George's one. And uh, he's busy lecturing and talking to the doctoral students. And at that moment in time, Mort says to him, you have one. And he takes a handful. He puts it in his mouth. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat what he said to Mort. <laughs> Mort didn't tell him. She, no, she didn't. She's innocent. She's very innocent. But of course, the I, Ayin, is much larger, larger than what is actually the space allowed in the stomach. And what's going to happen from here to the swallow process is going to be fireworks. And it's going to go in every direction. And it's going to sink a university lecture right there. I think that was one of the funny moments of my life. Really, it was just so funny. Then George found the ultimate, and I'm going to show you the ultimate. I, I, I promise you I'm not going to touch it. George on the brand. Brand on. The man of fire has got something which is, which is like a, it, it doesn't belong to this planet, but it is the worst kind of, what is Eichutters? Rissi. What is Rissi in Engels? It's the strongest chili on the planet. It is. Literally is. And he comes into the kitchen. And one of the staff members takes it. He says, hey, call this the strongest on the planet. He puts it down. Um, our beloved electrician, Harry. And he puts it down. And he says, ach man, that's no, no, no. And where that thing touched his hand and he touched his face, his face turned to fire. He goes blood red. And so the brave backed off instantly and one or two tried to come nearer. And George is the naughtiest pastor in the history of South African history. He, of course, is relishing the moment, but he's not here right now. Otherwise, have you on the planet and all those people that did have the contact with that thing can have revenge. But I ate no dainty, sweet-tasting, nicey-nicey lechem. From the ancient world all the way through the Bible, you read about lechem. We go into the New Testament, there's the Apostle Paul on the boat. It's the Eurocludos. It's the, it's the, the Eurocludos is Greek. It means great storm, strong wind from the east, which is strange to me because that's not the prevailing winds. But it's coming from the east with great waves and it's going to take that ship. And then, of course, Paul disappears. He goes right in the bottom and begins praying. And the next thing he comes to the deck and he says, Man, you should have listened to me when I told you don't. Now he's got everybody's attention. Even the captain of the boat, everybody, even the Roman soldiers. They're all sitting with eyes 
And they're all seasick like as seasick as you can possibly get. And he says this, last night, There stood by me an angel of the living God, whose I am and whom I serve. And he said, your lives are spared, not a hair is going to get lost. Some people were very glad about their hair. But in a moment, the atmosphere changes, and he gives the command, go bring out the bread, the lechem. So let me say at the onset, Dr. Dennis, don't you think that's good? You know, tell the people, 21 days, no lechem. Now, there's a doctor here. If you have problems, he can give you an injection, and then all that diet, that, that, that urge to eat bread will disappear. But this is not the time of dieting. This is the time of God. This is the time of consecration. This is the time that I'm saying, Lord, if you're not with me in the storm of 2022, then I won't make it till the end of the year. And I might say to you that some of us have lost family members. And I might say to you they've gone through great pain. And I might say to you that I went to the town and there were like 75 pastors and wives died. Several churches had shut the doors. He has sat this, let's say bedraggled, for want of a better expression, little group of pastors and said, just pray for us. I spoke to them and I said to them, that's why this will be the year of the word. I explained why he said that. Because the word became flesh. And on the 33rd day, three times 11, the word was sacrificed for the number 11, the disorder of the lives of the people that God loved so much that he sent his son for. It is not the best diet. In fact, quite frankly, it's got nothing to do with it. Now, what happens with fasting? What happens with fasting, if you do it correctly, it shuts down the flesh. And you hear what I'm saying now? That, now, people... I read books of doctors on the subject. It shuts down the flesh. I heard even Copeland, Brother Copeland, say those words. Shuts the flesh down, but switches on the spiritual man. Because now I'm listening to gospel music, and I'm worshiping God, and I'm praying instead of Lechem. I shut down that only to move to a level higher in the spirit. And in that, I'm, I'm getting, here's the next word, direction. And in my direction, as I begin to walk in the direction that he leads me, I am enjoying preservation. And when I reach my destination, it is perfection that I'm looking at. So I can decide to set, it on, set aside 21 days of my year, 21 days without pleasing the stomach 
and the mouth, pay the mouth. It speaks, but it eats also. Instead of feeding myself with delicacies, I shall humble myself in the sight of the Lord. Because the Lord says, I am the Lord your God who lives on high. And I look upon those who are humble of a contrite spirit. My heart, my eyes upon the humble. The prayer of the righteous, that's my delight. Because my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. To find out his thoughts, his ways, we read the Bible. Oh, but I don't have time to read the Bible. You don't have time to get yourself in enough time, actually. Yeah, you don't actually have enough time to even get ready for what comes on the other side. Because the darkness and light. Here's the light. I'm going to walk the way of the light. The people here are a treasure to me. They've been prayed for countless times. We have done everything in our power for preservation so that you will get to your destination and see it in perfection. That's what we've done. That's what the pastors have done. And it happens every day of the week. And it happens at home. It happens before church services. It happens Saturday morning. In the process, at the end of 10 days, what is going to happen to Daniel? Now, he says this. He says, uh, until three whole weeks were fulfilled. Now, in the final five minutes or so, now, on the 24th day of the first month, I was by the side of the great river, that is the Tigris, or Hikadel, if you take the Aramaic side. I lifted my eyes and I looked and beheld a, a certain man clothed in linen whose waist was girded with gold of Uphaz. And his body was like beryl. Now, let me just quickly take you into beryl. Beryl is a precious stone that is almost the color of someone like anybody with blonde hair or it's a very pale gold, very pale gold color. It's a beautiful, 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 precious stone. The beryl that they use for those holy purposes with the high priest and the priests and, and in the tabernacle, the beryl is very important. Even here we see the angel had the appearance of beryl. His face, like the appearance of lightning, that's not a surprise to me. The eyes like torches of fire. His arms and feet like burnished bronze. Bronze, always in the Bible, is a symbol of judgment. God has just given a judgment, and here is an angel. And some of the books simply say, it's the same angel of Daniel chapter 9, namely the angel Gabriel. He is one of the chief angels. He's the chief messenger. Michael is called the archangel. He's the only angel literally called an archangel in the Bible, the book of Jude. And the sound of his words were like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men who were with me did not see the vision. We call that a closed vision or partial vision. In other words, 
people are aware of a supernatural thing happening, but they run away because they're scared. But a great terror instead fell upon them, so they fled to hide themselves. Therefore, I was left alone when I saw the great vision, and no strength remained in me. No strength. For my vigor was turned into frailty in me, and I retained no strength. Third time. Yet I heard the sound of these words, and while I heard the sound of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face, stunned right now. It's like you take those tasers or whatever they call it, and you just go boom, and you don't know nothing anymore. I was in a deep sleep right there, my face to the ground. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble onto my knees and onto the palms of my hands. And he said to me, oh, Daniel, You know, God loves people that don't compromise. Do you know, oh dear God, do you know the trouble and the surprises that wait the, await the people that compromise? It is a terror I cannot describe. It's words I cannot express like Paul said, Second Corinthians chapter, I don't have no words to say it. It's an agony. From the first day that you set your heart to understand, notice this. From the first day that you prayed, God was engaged on this whole thing. And to humble yourself before God, your words were heard. And I have come because of what? Your words. What was he doing? Praying. He set aside the stuff, the lechem, and what did he do? He started praying. He was on a boat waiting for the wind of the Holy Spirit to come. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, notice this is these, these territories like Africa, like Persia, like, like Europe, the nations each have a prince in charge of the destruction of that nation. Huh. Tonight we'll see about that. He withstood me 21 days. He held up the battle and behold, Michael, that's the archangel, the one directly under the Lord Jesus Christ, who commands all the angels. He's like the general there. Michael, the ark. Ark is one of the highest rank or first in order of the chief princes came, came to me for I'd been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I've come to understand, to make you understand what will happen in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. So, my dear friend, so here we are in a continent in the middle of the planet, in the middle of the ocean. To the east, we have turmoil in the far east. We have draconic rule, like I, I can't imagine. I've been to many of those nations to preach and see the ministers and conferences and things. And people are threatened not even come out their doors. And I'm not even going to mention Australia. I didn't mention Australia. Because we have people in this church sitting in Australia watching me. And I have great compassion on them. They're children of God. Here in South Africa, our statistics run between 80, uh, 84 and 86% Christianity. 
Can you imagine the power of this body becoming like one speaking the same thing or praying the same thing? It'll be heard at the throne of God like that. And if we, 21 day, it'll be answered like that. So, think about North America. Think about Brazil. Think about the United States. Think about Canada, things, what's going on there. Think about what's going on. I get feedback all the time from all over. Just think about it. Stop. Think about Africa. Ah. If we think about Africa, the entire picture changes. And there's a revelation that I have not preached since 1986 because it was not the appointed time. That time is now there. I was given the green light this week. I can say it now. And you will understand if I say to you that there is special I wish I had a, a microphone connected directly to the, to the president's ears. We have once in the entire history of the world, one continent is running free. People are going to the beaches. People are having meals out. People are talking. People are having church. While the world out there is in disorder. Then what about Africa? What is the story that the Spirit has for this continent? That is now the key question. The fast is a story. The fast is very clear. You read the Bible, blessed are those who hear it and do it. Correction, direction, preservation, perfection. Very, very simple, that 21 days. Drop out? No. Discipline improved? Mucho grande. Very greatly. Results? I can hear him, I can hear a voice speak to me, I can listen to my heart, I know what to do now, I walk into my business, suddenly the doors of opportunity open, I gotta be careful now, because even if I see all of you, yeah, yeah, this young people, yeah, all of you, rep you all resemble, you're representing a, an opportunity of a billion dollars each. Oh, look at that. One, two, three, four, five billion sitting there. I want to do it. I think I think I must go. My heart says no. I need 21 days with God to find out what's yes and what's no. In this life that we're living, all of us. I say, but all of us. I say the whole body of Christ needs to hear it. Tonight, we shall deal with South Africa at last, and Africa. And you'll hear the story 
that directly impacts your future. Directly impacts it. I didn't even, my first day, I didn't even understand. I, one, one day I was just busy preaching here and I said, it's just come. I don't know, it was, I think that could have been on the 3rd of October when that, I had that experience with the Lord here on the platform. But I said, God will deal with Africa differently. And I never gave it another thought because when you, when you flow, your spirit, born again, temple of God, Holy Spirit, connects up with your tongue and your tongue begins to speak but your mind are listening to what you are busy saying and you know that you're not thinking it you know it's just coming it's like your spirit connects up with your tongue by the Holy Spirit you begin to that's how you speak in tongues so I close with these words do you have sweet on well, you want to clo close in a moment? She does want to close in a moment. Dr. Dennis, you're a pastor. Iffy, come here, man. Come here, lady. She's a lawyer, so you know, watch out what, what when she talks. Or Dennis, just come up here, these two. As a pastor, give the Lord a praise offering. And in a moment, I'm going to ask her to pray for us, but so what about us? Question. So what does God say about us? Question. What does he intend doing with us? Question. I mean, the Parliament House is burned down. I mean, the devil knows what's coming. And he doesn't know what the Lord's going to be releasing. And I remember, I close with these words, a man with the name of Evangelist Reinhard Bonker. We became friends at a point. And he said to me one day, he said to me in his typical way, Harold, Africa shall be saved. Shall we close our eyes in prayers? Before I pray, can we all begin to give God thanks and praise for this continent he has put us in? Let's just begin to worship the King of glory. Let's begin to exalt his name. There is indeed none like him. He is glorious in holiness. He is fearful in praises. He says in his words that the thoughts he has for us, they are thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring us to an expected end. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you, Lord. We can only thank you enough. We give you praise and we give you glory. Father, we as your children have gathered in your presence this morning unto thee with the gathering of your people be. Our Father and our God, we just want to commit our lives unto you. Indeed, it is a year of your word. It is the year of your marvelous 
marvelous light. Father, we pray, O Lord, that the light will shine forth in every dark area of our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, may your spirit hover around us, every voidness, every disorderliness. We proclaim light to those situations in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, as we prepare for the fast, may this be a different fast, Lord. May it not be like previous fast, Lord, but may we be totally transformed, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord, as we engage in this fast, that we pray as well, Lord, that our lives will be transformed, Lord, that we can see your promises in the Bible, Jehovah. Father, may we also read your word, Lord, even as we engage in this fast, enlighten our eyes of understanding, reveal the truth in your words to us, Lord. By the end of this month, may we be different people. May we be bold as the lion. May we be gentle as the dove. Our Lord and our God, all this we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. And as your people depart, Lord, Father, go with us, Lord. Go before us, Lord. Go with us, Lord. Embrace us with your presence, Jehovah. We are not living here alone, but we know we are living with a whole host of angels in the name of Jesus as we depart here today Lord we're entering into the mission field even as it is the year of the word Lord father may we preach this word to the dying people out there to receive you into their lives into their lives as your personal Lord and Savior Lord we give you all the praise and all the glory be thy exalted in the mighty name of Jesus let's give a hand of praise to God Almighty. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.